Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Are y'all ready to get into the Word for a few moments? And then, as I, as I was saying, just please, please, um, please don't leave at the end because we're going to have a time where you come forward and, uh, and you bring your offering or you bring uh, what you intend to give. It's very important for us to do this together as a family. I know that over 70% of our church gives online, and so that's why we have cards where you can you can indicate what you're gonna give, and I'll talk about why. And that's because, look, we're a family, yeah? And this is our Father's house. And so this is like, a, it's, it's a family time, and it's something like communion that we all wanna participate together in. There's a corporate blessing, there's, there's an anointing. And what I wanna hope to um, accomplish today is just putting us in the right frame of mind of how we approach a king, how we approach a king with an offering. Aren't you glad that we serve a good king, King Jesus? He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. And uh, so let's pray, Father, we pray as we talk about the king and his kingdom today for a few moments. Lord, I pray for hungry hearts. Lord, I pray that your people, that we would all see, Lord, that as we honor you, this is about honor. We've talked about initiatives and all the, you know, the, the expansion of your kingdom in the video and everything, but Lord, really, these offerings are about honoring you as our king. Help us, Lord, reinstate the sacred attitude of, of honor that we're to have towards you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. I wanna just walk you through. <laughs> if you were here last week, I was gonna talk about some of these things last week, but as y'all know, I only got to my introduction, okay? And, uh, and we're already making some shifts because we believe in being led by the Holy Spirit, and I think that was evident at the altar today. Thank God we follow the Holy Spirit, huh? And uh, we saw those precious Precious souls, precious people coming to, to, to Jesus. Um, let me do, a, I think it was a little bit of review for a couple of services, but some of you never heard this at all. Okay, so let me say this. A kingdom needs three things, okay? A king, a people, and a land. A king, a people, and a land. And if you're new to celebration, you might be saying, well, well Stivel, why, you know, why are you talking about kingdom and all, you know, kingdom, kingdom? Well, be, because, okay, um, in America, especially in 2018, we don't have a lot of context for kingdoms, yeah? But Jesus doesn't run a democracy, he runs a kingdom, okay? He's not a prime minister elected by the people, Jesus is a good and perfect and benevolent and loving and righteous, full of justice. He is a king. And then if you look all throughout the New Testament, what is, just think about it. How many times did Jesus say, well, the kingdom of heaven is like this, and the kingdom of heaven is like that, and the kingdom of God is like this, and he's talking about attributes of the kingdom, actions of the kingdom. He's constantly trying to, to help people get in a mindset, because remember, the Jewish people in, in that day, they had, had lost track of what God's kingdom was all about. It had got religious, it had got legalistic, and of course, there were all types of bad kingdoms in the kingdoms of this world with, with uh 
with kings that were not righteous. So that's why you see Jesus saying, you know, hey, hey, the son of man, he did not come to be served, but to what? Serve and give his life as a ransom for many. He's, he's redefining what the kingdom is. Remember when Jesus came on the scene, he didn't say, repent so you can receive me and just go to heaven. Okay, you, yes, if you make Jesus your Lord and Savior, yes, you're born again and you will spend eternity with him. But what did he say? He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So he's, he's saying, okay, you need to change your minds. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about a, a kingdom. Our mission statement here at Celebration for the last 20 years, Matthew 6, is what? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his right patterns. We've learned a lot about kingdom patterns, a kingdom calendar, a kingdom culture this year. I've always said, well, just put God first. And yes, that's part of it because the kingdom has a king <laughs> and he must be first. He must be Lord over our lives. But it's not only the king. King, What Jesus is, is trying to teach us is that, look, there's a kingdom of heaven and you as the ecclesia, as the governing, my church as the governing force on earth, watch this. I don't want you to invent your own kingdom. I don't want you to substitute or redefine my kingdom, I just need you to govern, watch. I need you to govern. I need you to administrate the constitution, the culture, the commandment, love one another, of the kingdom. I don't need you to invent a new mission. I got it right there in Matthew 28. Go and make disciples. The kingdom has not only a calendar or culture, a commandment, a communion, it has a commission. And it's a commission, it's us, it's not I want to go and preach the gospel. So if you've been here at Celebration this year, you know, um, I've had to do a lot of repenting. Because since that night of Passover, when I had that encounter with the Lord Jesus as a king, and all of a sudden there, uh, man, this is sacred, there's, protocol, this is not like here. As a king, what I've realized is as a pastor, a lot of times I wasn't governing, I was ruling. And we're not called to rule. If we overcome and govern well or steward well, we could have the opportunity to rule and reign with Christ. Can I have a good amen to that? But... That's after the resurrection. That begins in the millennium. Right now, if I step into the place and I begin to redefine the kingdom and the culture and the calendar and all those kind of things, I'm not governing ecclesia like the ecclesia, called out ones, governing ones. I'm ruling. And that's when I take glory from the king. He's the only ruler. He's the only king. This is, this is his church, this is his house. We are his people. 
Every one of you is just as valuable as me or anybody else or any other pastor. Just because roles are different, that does not mean that value is different. And your role in the kingdom is just as valuable as my role in the kingdom or any other pastor. And, and where we're going to even go to the next level in December is, is getting that kingdom, getting that kingdom power into God's people. Amen? So let me say just a few statements I think y'all will connect with, okay? A king of people and a land, or in other words, the presence of God dwelling with the people of God in the place of God. Yeah? This is Eden to Eden right here. This is God's meta-narrative, covenantal plan, okay? We also learned this this year. The purpose of covenant is family. That's how God makes us family with him and with one another. That Jesus, the atonement, his death on the cross, it wasn't just to reconcile us with God, but it reconciled us what? With one another. Yeah? That's what communion is about, coming to the Lord's table. It's about oneness. Okay? The culture of the kingdom is love. Can everybody say amen to that? That's the kingdom commandment. The new commandment Jesus gave, love one another. The culture of the kingdom is love, but it's grounded in the covenantal concepts of family, sacred space, and mission. This is really, really important. This was the lights turned on for me, that pass overnight, that, watch, I'm gonna show you this, that yes, we're God's family and we're one, but guess what? God is not like us. And I think a lot of times we've confused um, what's religious with what's sacred. We look at man-made religion or tradition and we say, oh, that's just religious. But don't confuse what you might think is religious with what is sacred. The altar is sacred, that means it's not common. Are you following me? It's, it's holy. That's why that after today, our messages will be online, on the podcast, during the week, all that, but we're, we're not gonna live broadcast. Some things are just meant to happen in a room. There, there, were, there were people birthed in the kingdom today. Do you wanna put a webcam in the delivery room? When a, what, this is sacred space. It's not common. When we approach God, it's sacred space. When you give an offering today, it's not like you're giving to an organization or, a, or, or just a good cause. You're, you're, giving, you're, on, you're giving to a king that gave his life for you. Yeah? So we've learned these powerful principles. Our heavenly father is looking to express his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Look at Matthew 6, 9, and 10. Look, look how Jesus taught us to pray. Here's what we did today. And did the kingdom come or not? The kingdom is here. See, it's, it's, it's here, but it as yet. So here's what that means. The kingdom of God is within us. We administrate the kingdom of heaven on earth, okay? And eventually, okay, the Lord Jesus will come back and he will establish the fulfillment of the kingdom on earth, okay? But until he comes, you know what we do? 
We're called to be an ambassador of the kingdom, a citizen of the kingdom. Come on. We're the righteousness of God. We're, we're, we're to show people what the kingdom of heaven is like. Because guess what? That's eternity. If you don't like the kingdom, you're not going to like heaven. And let me help us out here. Why this is so important is because, especially in the West, we've had this idea like heaven is escapism. Like, okay, let me receive Jesus so I won't go to hell. And then because, you know, the world's so evil and corrupt and wicked, and so God will just, you know, we'll just escape. Whatever's going on up there, we're going to roll around in the dandelions and, you know, blow bubbles and heavenly bliss and play golf with the Lord. No, we won't. Listen, the final destination of man is not heaven, it's earth. It's the new heavens and the new earth. That is this earth born again, renewed, revitalized. When Jesus, why do you think Jesus is coming back? He's coming back to establish his kingdom where? On earth, okay? What, what was Eden? It was the two dimensions, the two worlds. It was heaven and earth combined. It was God's heavenly family and his earthly family. That's gonna happen again one day in the new heavens and the new earth. First, we have Christ's thousand year millennial reign. Thank God we will have been resurrected, come on. We're like Jesus. You're like Jesus' brother or, or, or Jesus' sister. We're helping him to rule and reign. That's when we can rule. If we're good stewards down here, we'll rule and reign with him as the earth repopulates itself. And then eventually, the new Jerusalem will come down out of heaven. There's one more rebellion after a thousand years. Am I getting too heavy for y'all? Do you want, okay, this is, what I'm trying to say is this kingdom is not some temporary metaphorical construct that God's trying to get us to buy into. This is the reality of eternity. And if we don't understand the kingdom, we can't understand who we are. What did Jesus say? The gospel of the kingdom must be preached. And then the end will come. Yes, there's repentance. Yes, yes. <laughs> Unless one's born again, he cannot see the kingdom. We need to see the kingdom. Not just an Americanized, independent, I'm me version of Christianity, but we need to see the interdependent, the us, we family. But we give our king his sacred space. Amen? Okay, can you give God a hand for that? Okay, we're. Look what he said. That's why when Jesus told us to pray, what did he say? Our Father in heaven? Yeah? Our Father, are we family? By the blood of Jesus? Our Father, but look what it says. In heaven, hallowed be. Lord, we're a family, but you have your sacred space, you're other. You're not like, a, we don't just roll up on you like we do anybody else. 
Yeah? Look, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How simple is that, isn't it? God has a kingdom. The kingdom has, I think you can put this up there, a covenant, a culture, communion, commandment, love one another, commission, the great commission. And we learned this year, even a, even a calendar. Okay, look at, so here's, okay, put Luke 15, 20 through 24. I'm almost done. I'm just gonna go through these scriptures. So here's what we just experienced, okay? Here's a prodigal coming home. Look, when he arose, he came to his father. This, let me see that 20 right by this verse. Ooh, and we started this verse with 20. Come on, how many of y'all know us preachers? We'll just try to pull out anything. We'll just try to, got two 20s in there and we're 20 year anniversary. Oh, look, oh my gosh. Okay, I can't, I'm seeing all kind of stuff in here for the first time. I need to stay focused. Look, so watch our name celebration. Yeah, for the last 20 years, that name came off of this story that we always wanna be a place where the lost come home, come on, to the Father's house, what, what you guys saw today that was not planned, okay? That's like, we've always like, we wanna be a house that's ready to receive special guests as people, as lost people are looking for God, okay? And we will always be that. But here's what I want you to see. It says, he arose and came to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. What an awesome heavenly father, huh? Look at verse 21. We're entering our 21st year. I couldn't help it. Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Look, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, look, bring quickly the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, shoes on his feet, bring the fattened calf, let's kill it, let's eat. Look, there we go. It's a celebration, let's celebrate. For this son was dead and is alive again, he was lost and he is found and they began to celebrate. Come on, celebration church, yeah? We're not celebrating ourselves, we're celebrating our heavenly father and the kingdom mission of the lost coming home and the dead coming alive. But for, here's what I would say, for the first 20 years, really our main focus was on those lost sons and daughters coming home, okay? That focus will always be there in fact, it's only there more. But in the next 20 years, remember what the son said. Basically an attitude of humility, thankfulness, and gratefulness that he was in the father's house. 
And what did the father do? He's approaching me the right way. Get the robe. Get the ring. He's family. He's royalty. He's my ambassador. He represents. See, the father's house is not just any house. It's a kingdom house. All of that speaks of royalty. For the next 20 years, I just want to make sure that not only all the people coming in are the guest of honor, but I want our heavenly father. I want the king, Jesus. I want them to have their sacred space. They're going to be the guest of honor first. Because if the father is not in the house, if Jesus is not represented and honored and, and, and approached as a king, we're not going to be able to receive, come on, all the kingdom blessings. Here's the robe. Here's the ring. Yes, son, I, son, yes, thank you. Thank you for repenting. But you know what? You're so much more than a sinner saved by grace. You've got the right, you're, you're royalty. You're an ambassador of the kingdom. And everything that I have is yours, son. You're not only lost and now you're found, but now I need you to represent me with the ring of authority. Come on, with the shoes that everywhere you go, you're taking my culture, my sacred space, wherever you go. I wish somebody would give God a hand. Luke 20, 12, 29, I have two more scriptures, okay? And the, it, like I'm saying, the ending, it'll only take 15 minutes. We're gonna anoint you with oil and, and you can bring your offering or, or, or what you plan on giving, but it's important that we participate together. It's a, it's a sacred time. It's about honoring the king, approaching the king. Look at Luke 12, 29. Real quick, look what Jesus says. So he's talking about don't worry about this and don't worry about that, you know, clothes and money and all kind of stuff. And in verse 29, he says, do not seek what you are to eat, what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things. Look, and your father knows that you need them. Look, here's Matthew 6, just kind of said it again in verse 31 of Luke. Instead, what? Seek his kingdom. Commandment, culture, communion. Seek his kingdom, and these things will what? Be added unto you. You can't be in the kingdom and not be blessed. You're, you understand the judge of the universe is not just the judge of the universe. He's your father. You understand the kings, the king of the universe is not just your king. He's your savior. Yes? Now look at this. Look what Jesus says. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you what? The kingdom. Look at this. Sell your possessions. Give to the needy. Look, provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, 
there will your heart be also. You know what Jesus is saying right here? If you want kingdom blessings, listen, you want, you give in your earthly, <laughs> some of your earthly purse, your earthly possessions, your earthly treasure, you trade that in, I'm gonna give you kingdom blessings. I'm gonna give you kingdom treasure. It's an exchange. Now look at this. I'm gonna end with this. This is in Malachi. Yes, we, listen, God loves us. There is grace, but church, that grace should not cause us to treat our Lord as common. When it says, do not blaspheme or do not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, that doesn't mean just like, you know, to say a cuss word or to speak against God's name. It means, also means common. In other words, you're treating God's holy name, holy be your name, like any other name, okay? Look what God says in Malachi. He's talking to the priest who've kind of gone their own way. They've started to rule instead of govern who he is. Look what he says. He says, remember we're talking about sons and daughters coming home, yeah? The father's house, look. God says, a son honors his father and a servant his master. If, I, if then I am a father, where's my honor? And if I'm a master, where's my fear? How do you treat me different, God says. Look, if I then am a father, where's my honor? If I am a master, where's my fear? Says the Lord of hosts to you, O priest, who despise my name or treat it as common. But you say, how have we despised your name? by offering polluted food upon my altar, my sacred space. But you say, how have we polluted you? By saying that the Lord's table, if you look that up in the Hebrew, you know what it means? The table of the king may be despised. We're gonna, we're gonna lower it, we're gonna cast it down as common. And then he says, when you offer blind animals, remember this was their income, this was their resource. When you offer blind animals and sacrifice, is that not evil? And when you offer those that are lame or sick, is that not evil? Watch this. If you present that to your governor, a man, will he accept you or show you favor, says the Lord of hosts. Here's what the Lord is saying. He loves us. There's grace, there's mercy. But what he asked for so that the king can do what a king does. He asked for us to represent the kingdom well. Yes? And when we approach God with an offering, 
when we take communion, when we take to the altar, we understand that's God's sacred space. The presence of God with the people of God in the place of God. Just like your sacred space, he dwells in you. That's why he says, love your neighbor as you love your, your sacred space. So what I want to do, I'm going to call the worship team up right now. And my prayer for this week has been, Lord, I just want us to approach you. I want to honor you as our father. I want to honor you as a, as a king. Notice God doesn't say how much to give or anything there. He just, it's, a, it's, it's this. All of that takes care of itself. If you just believe that there is a king here, when you enter this altar, it's sacred space. This is the altar. We're not gonna defile it. We're not gonna, this is his sacred space. That's why when you come down, we're gonna anoint you with oil. And there's baskets down here that I want you to bring your offering or what you intend to bring. Just bring it to the king. If you're new to celebration, if you're, if you're not part of this house or this family, this is not for you, okay? If you wanna give an, an offering to honor God, absolutely, whatever he leads you to do. But I want everyone real quickly to, does everybody see this? It says sacred space, we are family, heart for the house. The re, this is not a pledge card. We, we do not do those, okay? But because in our culture, we do, everyone gives online and they give separate and they give apart. Some of you are actually giving, like you brought a check or you're giving by credit card today or whatever on the offering envelope. Most of you like me, you give online. But we all wanna participate, watch, as a family, can I have a good amen? As a family approaching sacred space to our king our father, the head of his family, while we call it heart for the house, so that we can take our father's house and expand it in as many places as possible, show kingdom love in as many places as possible. This offering is about honoring him, amen? So you can see on that card, it's real easy. You can just put your name, it's just some way, um, you just kind of put what, what you're giving. This is not a pledge, it's, it's where you can participate. No one's gonna, is everybody following me on that? We're taking all these, we're gonna have them back at our, office, uh, at our offices and we're gonna pray over them because I believe, we're, you're gonna hear a testimony next week. I believe if you give, watch, with the right heart in honor to your heavenly father and honor to your king, I believe you are gonna receive kingdom blessings at a whole nother level. You're entering the kingdom, yes? You're bringing an offering in the kingdom and the king is gonna make sure that he blesses you. Father, we just come right now in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, we just consecrate this altar to you, Lord, you're our king and, and, and we're gonna approach you with thankfulness and gratefulness and we're gonna bring this offering or the card that represents the offering of what we're gonna give. We're gonna bring that. We're gonna bring that to your sacred space to you. Lord, where two or three are gathered, there you are in the midst of them. You are here, Jesus. Just as you watched the widow bring her offering, Lord, so you are here. Receive these offerings as our king that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached and the lost sons and daughters will come home to a house that honors their father and celebrates the risen king. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org. 